When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What is up, Impactivists? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Now, I want to take a moment to share with you about another amazing show. I'm super proud of this one. It is called Health Theory. Health Theory is a bi-weekly interview show hosted by me. Each episode offers tactical steps that you can use to hopefully live forever. You guys know my goal, and I'm actually not at all joking about that. And I'm trying to really bring on amazing guests that are going to help us all thrive right now today and hopefully extend our lives. To reach the outer limits of your potential, you have to train not just your mind, but also your body. And this show is going to help you tackle the body side of the equation. I cover a ton of questions and topics, including fitness industry myths, ideal diets, expanding human lifespan, avoiding illness, and much, much more. Just search for Health Theory on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you like listening to your podcast, and be sure to hit subscribe. All right, guys, check out an episode today. See what is going on with the show. I think it's amazing. I think it will literally change your life. So get over there right now. Subscribe. All right, guys. Enjoy and be legendary. What is up, Impactivists? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I want to take this moment to tell you about what is probably my favorite show to do. And that is my Tom Bilyeu Ask Me Anything show, also known as AMA. This is where I get to serve you guys. I'm answering your questions, anything you want to know about, any topic. We go into it. I cover mindset, business, entrepreneurship, neuroscience, relationships, and a whole lot more. It is quite literally whatever you guys want to talk about, whatever you ask, we're going to go into it. I really pour myself into this show. I give it my everything, man. If I've ever added value to you guys, I want you to check out the show. Let me know what you think. You can check out an episode today and see what all the fuss is about. All right, I promise it will be worth your time. All right, guys, enjoy and be legendary. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I'm your co-host Tom Bilyeu and I am here with my beloved wife Lisa and we're about to rock your world wow. with some relationship advice. Let's do it. Alright, let's kick it off with iTunes, iTunes Review of the Week. And I know everyone's just so excited to hear me try and butcher this poor person's name. Um, this is Blazing Pissy 17. Blazing Pissy 17. P-I-S-I. Pisy? Pissy? Pissy. Wow. Blazing pissy. pissy 17. Let's I'm stick with that. Hysterical laughter right now. I love everything Impact Theory is putting out. It is the most content-rich, applicable information I've ever come across on the planet. Wow. From the world-class guests on Impact Theory and Health Theory to the gold dropped in the Relationship Theory episodes. If you're looking for a podcast that can actually change you and your life, this is it. Wow. Bam. I like Thank that you, one. Blazing Pissy 17. That was amazing. That's amazing. All right. And so, guys, also just as a reminder that we do take questions. So if you'd like to submit, you can go to connect at impacttheory.com. Shoot us an email. Um, let us know if you do want to stay anonymous. That is absolutely fine. Um, not a problem at all. And if this podcast is bringing you value, our ask is to rate and review. That is our biggest ask for 2019. Um, I should probably say for January 2019, <laughs> just in case, because Mr. Billy um, definitely evolves a lot. So um, for January 2019, rate and review, please, peeps. That'd be amazing. All right. On to the questions. Word. Let's do it. All right. This question is from Irvin R. Sanchez. How do you balance building your entrepreneurial vision and business without your 
without your loved one feeling forgotten about. My vision includes my girlfriend and son, but I find it hard to explain that I'm not ignoring her or him, but it's important to build my business because when things go well, we will have the time and resource to do whatever we please whenever we please. Any ideas? I know. So here's the sad reality. A, you are ignoring them. B, you're never going to have time. This your life is a reflection of the things you've chosen to value and the personality that you've built. And if you're an all-in type of person, it's not like you're gonna get the money and suddenly not be an all-in type of person. Like you're still gonna wanna go ham and do extraordinary things and build to the next level, make more money, do cooler shit, like that's the reality. So you've gotta find a way right now, even while you're building, even while you're grinding, even while you're working the insane hours, You've got to find a way to connect, to spend meaningful time with them. And they have to get very okay with the fact that there are going to be large swaths of time where you are ignoring them because that's what you're doing is you're chasing something that's incredibly meaningful to you. Yes, speaking from experience, it's also tied up in wanting to provide for them and do something amazing for them. But it isn't like a temporary thing. And I think that a lot of people get they make the mistake of living their life as if they're going to cross some threshold and then they're going to be different. And that's just not how it works, especially not if you're chasing fulfillment. So true. And look, we've got firsthand experience of this because initially when we were starting on the entrepreneurial journey and you were gonna start the tech company with your partners, um, or at the time they weren't your partners, you were working for them, but um, you had said to me, 18 months, baby, and 18 months turned into eight years. And I, it's so important for people to hear what you just said. Because if you had said to me, look, I don't know, there may not be an end to this, but I'm loving the journey and it's, it's lighting me on fire. And so, you know, then I can kind of get on board with it. Like this is a lifetime full of things that this is the way we're gonna live. And if we're both brought into that mission or whatever that goal is, then I can be understanding, um, but also know that, okay, well, let's say for t- if we've gone through two weeks and I need romance, I can say to you, hey, we need date night. Versus going, don't worry, it's coming, it's next year, it's the year after. And what will happen, which is exactly what happened with me, is I don't believe you anymore. And it's not out of thought that I think you're lying. Like You definitely had every intention for it to be 18 months every time you said it. But the truth is eventually it... I just thought you were delusional and that it being 18 months. And now it really can become a problem in your relationship because you're like, you know, harping on, no, no. And I'm just like, look, you've been saying that to me for the longest time. So going back to what you said is like, just assume it's for life. Now, how do you sustain that? What is the type of lifestyle that you're going to have? I mean, you spoke about that if we were going to have kids. Like, what does our life actually look like? Okay, you still want to be an entrepreneur and chase something. Okay, amazing. But how then does that fit in? Like, when do you spend time with the kids? When do you spend time with me? When can I use, let's say, a card? Do I get a chip and I get one chip a month? And I use my chip once a month and when it's important for me to have date night with just me and you and we get a babysitter. Like, come up with actual tactics so that you guys can stay connected. So that this guy who is driven, very, you know, he says he's building entrepreneurial vision and, like, he's really, you know, he loves it. So it's like, find a way to do both. Hashtag truth. All right, next question. This comes from Daniel Rodriguez. Would you guys say that the concept of life balance is total BS, or do you think you can grow yourself, your business, and your relationship at the same time? Yeah, of course. I think that you are all the things that you're going to want to grow Um, You're going to be growing, not necessarily um, in parallel, but you're going to be growing them sequentially as a part of a movement of your life. You're going to overlap them where you can. It's not like, oh, in any one phase of my life, I'm only learning about that thing. In fact, if you look at the content that I do, I do that content because those are the areas that I want to learn in. So you can see I'm learning about mindset as I go every day. I'm learning about um, health all the time. I'm learning about relationships all the time and I'm focusing on learning about building the studio, um, storytelling. So these are all things that I'm growing simultaneously but even as I sort of at a macro level think of me of, of pushing them all up the hill, 
I'm at any one time, I'm, I'm way more focused on one thing than the other. And so it becomes this constant dance of, you know, I'm going to really have to allocate time so that I can really focus. So I'm not getting switching costs all the time of like going from this to this, to this, to this, to this. But it's like, I tend to break my day into parts. So um, in the morning, I, I oftentimes will use that for prep. So that means that the bulk of my impact theory learning is going to happen there. So it's going to be a lot of mindset stuff. It's going to be a lot of health stuff. And then um, as we get towards the evening, that's when I really start focusing on learning about um, the comic book side of things, film stuff, partly because it feels more like play of all the things that I do. That's the thing that feels, which is funny and I won't derail on that, but it's like the thing that where I'm like, I can't believe I've aligned my life so wisely that this both feels like play and is something that I can completely justify from a work perspective. So you'll, you need to carve time out. You don't want to constantly be bouncing back and forth. You don't want to think any of this stuff is going to happen by accident. You're really going to have to plan it out. It only exists if it's on your schedule. You need to be saying this stuff out loud. You need to reinforce in yourself and other people what the things are that you're working on. Never have more than, say, five things in any one quarter that you're focused on. Um, I just don't think you can intelligently do more than that. So there are things that you can do to really make sure that you're intelligently progressing in those areas, that you're not just feeling scattershot, that you're not all over the place, um, and that you're not just chasing whims. Oh, today I feel like this, so I'm going to do that. Oh, today I feel like this, so I'm going to do that. It's like it's all got to be very strategic. It's got to be aimed at a very specific goal that has a date attached to it. But when you have that, when you have a goal, there's a date attached to it, and you've mapped out the plan of how to go from where you are today to where you need to be, what the skill set is, and quite frankly, the benchmark accomplishments so that you know if you're actually making progress. So with our company, what we're doing, it's very easy. Okay, we need to have this much revenue by this date. We need to, you know, the profitability needs to be here. Uh, We need to have this many followers on that channel. Um, We need to have gotten certain size of guest. Uh, The comic needs to be ready by this date. You know, it's like you've got all these things. They are all mapped out. You know exactly what you're marching towards. And then you break that down to your own personal skill set and make sure that you're actually acquiring those skills. Mm. Word. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I sometimes will look at something like a personality trait or um, something about myself Um, And usually, like, let's say, um, you know, I get frustrated easily. Okay, well, I get frustrated easily in my relationship. I get frustrated easily at work. Um, I get frustrated easily, you know, at the business. So how do I take that and work at the frustration part on all aspects so that once I have worked on my frustration, actually everything in my life starts to get better, right? And that's a perfect example where it really has. Noticing how the less frustrated I get, the more artic- like the more I can articulate feelings versus just jump to emotion um, has really allowed me, A, I think mine and your relationship has tremendously grown since we communicate and have been able to use certain language and words that we can understand from each other. Same with the business, same with um, your teammates and everything. So by take for me, by taking a trait of mine that I'm, or a thing in my life that I'm trying to change and really allowing it to affect all aspects of my life. It's been very useful. So, all right, next question. This is from Melissa Lent. Do you or can you connect as a couple without business talk? Tell me how. Um, I, I think that that one is very difficult and I think that you struggle with that a lot more than I do. So I find it a lot easier to compartmentalize and to turn my mind off um, to that and to think about other things. But even I, like every now and then, will, especially if I'm really excited about it. If I'm stressed out about it, it's very easy because I don't want to think about it. I don't want to talk about it. It's like because we're, we connect on the weekends. During the week, it's all business mode and people have heard me say a thousand times, During the week, if I'm awake, I'm either working or working out. So there is virtually zero just husband and wife connection. But on the weekends, then I really want to connect as husband and wife. I want to connect in a more playful way. I want to connect in a way that is, and I'm choosing this word very carefully, disassociated, almost in a pathological way from work. And the only work that I try to do on the weekends, I'm not perfect about this, Um, is things that I would do anyway. So it's going to be something like um, working on a story or 
um, studying the film industry, you know, something that I'm deeply passionate about and I would be doing whether I was getting paid for it or not. So that way it keeps me in a certain mindset. It's very light, it's very playful, it's very passion-driven, it's enthusiasm. I'm literally just chasing my bliss. I'm not being um, overly, uh, that's not, I was gonna say I'm not being overly strategic, it's not quite true, but it's like I'm not differentiating between work and play. Mm. Even like during the week, I'm super suspicious of work that feels like play, <laughs> whereas on the weekend, I tr really try to avoid work that feels like work and only do work that feels like play. Um, so on the weekends, it's I can disassociate very easily from the things that are stressing me out and um, really just talk about things that are fun and playful and, and have that sort of light energy in my mind. Um, so yeah, we just have to be cognizant of that and then call each other when the other person brings up work. So if I bring up work and it's something that stresses you out, you'll immediately say, hey, like that's something stressful. I don't want to talk about that right now. Let's you know, bring that back up on Monday. Yeah, it is ever evolving because when we were building Quest, it was very different because we were in different departments. And um, so we didn't really have much overlap during the day. And then we would leave the office and we would come home. So that was kind of then home time. Um, with Empath Theory, it's been a little trickier, in, especially for me, because our entire house, every room, except for two rooms, or I guess three technically. You guys know I have a very strict diet that I stick to, except for very special occasions. And I do that so that I can bring my best every day to what I'm doing. And a big part of that strict diet is high quality animal protein and my go-to source of trustworthy meats and seafoods with no added hormones or antibiotics ever is ButcherBox. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service that delivers 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood all directly to your door. I cannot recommend ButcherBox enough. When you eat ButcherBox, you are giving your body the best possible building blocks to work with so you can reach your full potential. You've got to take care of yourself at a cellular level if you want to hit your peak consistently. So ButcherBox is the key. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash impact and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. And that means you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash impact and use code impact to choose your free for a year offer. Plus get $20 off your first order. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You will never be able to reach your full potential if you are riddled with stress and have a lot weighing on your mind. I can tell you from my own experiences with stress and negative thought loops, you have to find a way to work through whatever it is that's weighing on you if you're gonna have any hope of achieving your goals. Therapy can be an option for working through things and for an online therapy option that is super convenient and flexible, be sure to check out BetterHelp. With BetterHelp, everything is 100% online and getting started is quick and easy. A brief questionnaire matches you with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no extra charge. Get things off your chest, process through things with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash impact theory today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash impact theory. In today's highly unpredictable and rapidly changing world, the smartest move you can make from a financial standpoint is to actually understand how money works and how markets move. Because if you wanna have any chance of investing your money wisely and growing your financial portfolio, you have to make a profit. And the only way that you're going to do that is either by setting and forgetting or actually understanding what's going on at a macro level. So whether you're a seasoned investor or someone looking for extra guidance, today's sponsor, Yahoo Finance, has got you covered with all the tools, data, and news that you need in one place to grow your knowledge base around what is happening in the world of finance and to make sure that you have the right goals and you're executing well. Yahoo Finance makes it easy to consolidate your accounts so you can effectively and efficiently manage your entire portfolio. Personally, I love how straightforward their platform is to use. It is very simple to get the information that I need and Impact Theory's own chief financial 
financial officer is exactly the same, spending time helping me frame exactly what is going on from a global perspective so that I'm making the smartest decisions that I can. I definitely recommend that you check out Yahoo Finance for comprehensive financial news and analysis. Visit the incredible brand that so many great investors use at yahoofinance.com. It's the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Once again, guys, head there now, yahoofinance.com. Um, are taken with the ho- everyone, the team, the studios, the sets, all of that stuff. So when I go into my bedroom, I still work, but I try to sit in a different spot. Or like I do things like um, I will take my makeup off and sit in a different chair, but then not wash my face until I'm done working. Like there's certain things for me that are like, okay, you do this while it's work time and then you transition over to now you're in your pajamas and you've washed your face and now technically you can sit in front of the TV for the last hour and you know watch whatever you like. So I try to have things like that that remind my brain, okay, this is work or this is not. Um, and because you don't have that same thing, it's been a little tricky for me and you to maneuver. So like you'll come in the during the week, during the week, for sure. So during the week, like what was it? Two days ago, it was literally I was getting ready for bed. I'd finished work. I was brushing my teeth and you come in and you're like, hey, we don't have a camera operator for tomorrow right. morning. And I'm literally brushing my teeth. I'm like, this is work. At what point is there a yes, it's a problem. Yes, it's time sensitive. But is it enough to disturb our, our personal space? Because then where does it end? And that's yep. tricky. Um, so that's one problem. But then the other problem that I found is I, there are people in the team that I really genuinely adore and love and get along with so much and I consider them friends. And so if I'm trying to like tell you a story or, oh my God, it was so funny when this happened. Right. I'm saying it from I'm a wife telling her husband, yeah. hey, so-and-so, she did, it was so funny. We were cr- cracking ourselves up. But you hear the person's name, you associate it to work, and maybe we're laughing about something that went wrong at work. And now you're thinking, oh God, what the fuck, something went wrong, and you've gone into work mode now. So, but I'm trying to connect with my husband, and if we didn't work together, and I came home from my job, and I said the story, you wouldn't have any problem with it because you wouldn't think about the, the job. Yeah, but this poor yeah. person who a- asked the question, like how do we connect about things <laughs> other than work, you just gave a distillation of how we struggle with it. So sorry about that, that is not super helpful. Um, I will say on the weekends the is where we come the closest to actually separating them is we've talked about what topics are off limits. We've talked about what are triggers for each other. So for instance, the reason she was able to just break down that like, oh, I'm telling you a story about somebody I consider a friend at work, but I've had to put rules around that. Like, I don't even want like someone's name mentioned if they're tied to work. Right. So it's like those subjects just don't even bring them up. Like there's a myriad other things that we could be talking about, talk about those things. And I will say though, and this is not easy because I see you sometimes struggling to think of like, what can you bring up that will put me in the right frame of reference and it'll be fun to talk about. And you'll reach for a subject and I'll be like, yo, like that's so stressful for me. I'm surprised that you wanted to talk about that. But at the same time, and I will say this to her in the moment, like my heart breaks for you because I, I can totally tell you're trying to find something. Yeah. And so that really does get difficult. But I think just being honest with each other, not judgmental about what a trigger is for the other person, really looking for ways to um, have things. And then don't be above writing things down, like make a list mm. of fun things to talk about topics that are interesting, something you came across during the week that you can't wait to discuss with them, um, a fascinating question that you want their answer to, like things like that can be a lot of fun. Um, Using, if you're watching a show or something, using that as a like, oh shit, like this thing played out in the show, what would you do? Like that's so crazy, how would you have handled that situation? It's like things like that can be really juicy, fun starters. Like for instance, there was some really cool stuff happening in The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Mm. Mrs. Maisel, which um, would actually be really fun. We could probably do a whole relationship theory episode around that. So it's like, 
getting into not just like passively zoning out, but like, for instance, we'll do stuff like, what was the coolest thing you ate this weekend? Because we eat very differently on the weekends and we do the week. Um, you know, just things like that where it's, it's fun, it ignites passion, it ignites excitement, and then that creates a rad vibe in the room. Or here's an easy one and, and something that we do probably too sporadically and we should do more often is put on a song and just dance. Like, I just, dance every morning. You always stare at me well, like I'm... <laughs> yeah, because you do that during the week. So like, I'll have my headphones in like this morning. I have my headphones in. I'm prepping for an episode of Health Theory. And all of a sudden, I can feel her ass wiggling against <laughs> mine. And I'm like standing at my stand-up desk, like getting ready. And she's in this, like you have to picture it. She's in a bare-headed bathrobe. So it actually looks like a cute little teddy bear head on her head and I'm there working. I'm like in the zone. What am I going to ask this guy? Like, oh shit, he's got some really deep stuff about mitochondria. And then my butt starts wiggling. And I'm like, the fuck is going on? And the funny thing was, I'm like, I know exactly what's happening. My wife right now is twerking on me. And like in her mind, because it's like sexy and cute, it's like that forgives all. And I'm like trying to fucking work. But and like, admit, get you, my you, it's hard to be annoyed when I'm in a teddy yeah, bear sure. bathrobe twerking. <laughs> here's the thing. Like you can't allow yourself to yeah, be annoyed. Like yeah. because honestly, years ago, my first temptation was to be like, do you not get like what I'm trying to mm. do? And then I thought, how big of an asshole are you? Like, what are you doing? It's. When somebody's being playful, which should be something that you welcome and encourage in your relationship, when they do that, you, you just can't be emotionally punishing. You yeah. can't be cold. So it's like, even though I'm like totally in my zone and I'm not interested in breaking out of my zone, I want to reward the playfulness. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I like gave you a loving pat and a touch and a kiss and, you know, then helped you do your cold shower. And it's like all of that, you you have to be yeah. so careful. To be honest, I I don't know if you've noticed I do it more now. Have you noticed that recently? Um, now that you ask it, maybe a little bit. Interesting. I've deliberately been doing it more because I've noticed in that in the morning specifically. Uh, it hits me more in the mornings. I think because I've I've just woken up and I'm usually energetic energetic so in the weird. moon. You're not Seemed at all. Like an alien to yeah, me. <laughs> we're complete opposites like that. But um, the reason being is that a lot of like it it's been kind of weighing on me recently maybe recently let's say over the last few months um that we do it is monday to friday is all work all the time we interact as business partners not husband and wife and you know obviously all the guests that we have on on health theory and stuff it just really makes me think i could freaking die tomorrow right and like if i die tomorrow i do want to make sure that i'm having one moment just one moment it can be 30 seconds but that one moment of connection for me and you it really does bring me so much joy mm. it really does and so in the mornings now a i put on a song that puts me in a good mood because sometimes i wake up right and we've got a million text messages between us and the team something's gone wrong something hasn't been released or there's a problem with an edit or something right. and it puts you in a state of mind and when I then think of the state of mind where I, I realized like I was always saying hello to the puppies in the morning and me and you were like, hey, morning. And then we'd walk past each other. And I was like, this isn't a way to sustain a life if we want to live to where 100, 150. Um, well, and then why also, so young, bro? Yeah, and then also like, what if you did get hit by a car tomorrow? Mm. So I've just been thinking about myself to myself, kind of like with the cold showers. I'm in the cold shower for five minutes, but it's changed my mindset. Like it does something to my mind in the morning that's like, yes, fuck yes, you can do this, Lisa. No one can take this away from you. No one did it for you, you did it. And so there's that win. And so for me, even with doing something like twerking this morning, it really is, I've had this 30 seconds where I've made you smile. And you, you know, I always have this cheeky look on my face because I'm like, hey, like, are you looking at me? I'm like that kid that's like, look at me, look at me. Right. But I do it on purpose because that little grin that you give me is so fulfilling to me in a day where then we may literally not say two words to each other or if we do, it's all business. It just gives me a nice little moment. So things like that, I specifically purposely do to break out of it being just business. And I know that you don't do that. That's not how your mind works. That's not how your vibe is. So I see it as my responsibility to come and do something silly or funny to have a little giggle with you in the morning. 
What is up, Impactivists? Hope you guys are enjoying this episode. Wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors and then we'll get right back to it. Remember, our sponsors are all hand chosen. We love these guys and think that they have something incredibly valuable to offer. So be sure to give a listen. A lot of these guys are doing special offers just for you. What is up, Impactivists? Let me tell you something. I do not drink often, but when I do, I always drink with my wife. There is something so amazing about the emotional bubble that you can get into with a nice drink. And so that's why we're so excited to bring you guys Wink, which is spelled W-I-N-C. And Wink is a service that lets you easily discover great wines that match your taste. So if you want to create that magical vibe like we do, might we suggest Wink? Yeah, and what I love about it is it actually caters to you and your taste. So you can actually go over to their website, you take a quiz, um, you answer simple questions like how do you take your coffee and do you like citrus and things like that. And it curates wine straight to your door, starting at $13 a bottle, especially for you and your taste buds. And the more wines you rate, the more personalized your monthly selections will get. It's kind of like Netflix, they've got an algorithm that's going to determine what kind of wines you like best. So now you can Netflix chill and drink your wine. Nice. (laughs) And you guys know how much I love efficiency. And Wink just makes it so much easier to find a good wine that you're actually going to like. And then also you get with your shipment a free Wink journal, which has recipes to pair with your wine and information to educate you about the wines you get. So you and your partner can become wine connoisseurs, if you will, in no time at all. All right. Discover great wine today. Go to trywink.com slash relationship theory. You'll get $20 off your first shipment, and that's trywink, T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com slash relationship theory for $20 off. So trywink.com slash relationship theory right now. Go do it. What is up, Impactivists? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And I want to take a second to share with you about another amazing show that my wife has built called Women of Impact. Women of Impact is a weekly show hosted by Lisa, fully focused on the theme of female empowerment. She brings on the most extraordinary, badass women to come on and talk about how they've accomplished the things that they've accomplished in their lives. You can search for Women of Impact on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you like listening to your podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe. Now, even if you're a guy and you're not married, you're not in a relationship, you don't have a daughter or anything like that, I'm telling you, this is still going to be something that you're going to want to listen to. If you've ever wanted to be a fly on the wall of a conversation that women are having and what they really talk like, this show is for you. Get out there. Try an episode today. Your inner superhero will be glad that you did. All right, guys. Enjoy and be legendary. Now it's worth experimenting with. I don't want to become the slave to... Um, the story that I tell myself about myself, and I think that it's important to question the notion of, you know, Monday through Friday, I'm either working or working out. It's fun to say, and it makes me feel good about myself, but it, at the same time, if it's not the optimal way to live, then I would be more than happy to change that. I never want to be dogmatic. So, you know, you speaking up and saying that that makes you feel some kind of way, it's like, well, then it's worth testing. I can always go back mm. to, you know, that and having little moments here or there, or even taking the last 30 minutes to be together on days that I can. I mean, there's some days where I just have too much to get done, but... um. And that's the thing, like, I don't even need it to be a big thing, 30 minutes, you know, every few days. I I don't need that. And if I did, you know, I would speak up and I would say immediately, um, like on Valentine's Day, it wasn't even in your calendar. And so I turned around to, you know, assistant, I was like, uh we need to block that off. Like, even if we don't do it, I don't necessarily need to do anything, but I want to spend it with him. But like being aware of these little things. Um, sorry. So dinner, I don't, we never do during the week, ever me and you. Um, but because I don't really need it, but those 30 seconds, like every day to have that one little thing in the morning, it really, I'm noticing it setting me up and I never used to feel like this. And I've only recently I've noticed I'm doing it more and more. And then that's almost made me aware of the fact that I was doing it. And then I was asking myself, well, why am I doing it? Because, you know, it, start, it started off by just being fun and silly and feeling good. So, oh, and another thing we do that isn't business talk is we haven't done it in a while, but we like to scare each other. <laughs> Yeah, we really haven't done that in a while. We, like, jump out of, like, dark hallways or 
<laughs> like dark yeah. room and we used to do it a lot and it was one of those like it just breaks you out of it right it breaks mm. you out of whatever mindset or routine or anything you're in and it's so hard not to laugh because especially when you get them and you see that they just jumped out of their skin and always oh, no matter how much we try to scare each other as well initially like for this first split two seconds both of us get annoyed yeah like this too sorry no it's funny so doing things like that playing games it just it brings you out of it um and i guess this is a good way to also plug so for valentine's day we're re-releasing our um relationship revelations which is questions oh. that tom and i wrote last year of what to ask from easy questions to super dangerous questions dangerous um, i say and so we're doing we're re-releasing them we're redesigning them and tweaking them a little so we're gonna nice. release them Updated. for valentine's day yeah and we are going to youtube as well so um we've got a whole plan so just it was a good opportunity to spit out that will give you guys great questions to ask each other that is not business related at all yeah and then i'll give you one more and i really want this to be super obvious have sex you can't stop having sex. Mm. And there's this whole thing called bed death, which I think is super scary. One, sex is just rad and is a great, in terms of kicking off the right neurochemistry, like that's super, super important. And um, mad shout out to Sex with Emily mm. for introducing us to CBD oil. Wow, look at you yeah, getting like, right? I can't believe you're giving the, these details the, out. What did she call it, the weed lube? Something like that, yeah, sure. Yeah, basically, so it's got CBD oil in it and um, you just give that a rub. Respect for you yeah, giving me out some yeah. I'm like so Who's shocked right now. Zone, I homie. know, I don't accept, huh? I'm usually the one. Huh? Wow, that's, um, yeah. and in fact, let's, let's keep talking about the sex thing because we said this right from the beginning of our relationship. Yeah. I remember on our first date, in fact, you even said, like, I'm, I'm never going to be... I'm going to get some CBD oil right <laughs> day one. CBD oil. But you said there was no way I'm going to live in a, uh, be in a relationship that isn't, doesn't have... I don't do bed death. Yeah, yeah, you don't do bed death. And I think it's really important to talk about because it's a hard subject to bring up. Yeah. There's... The chances are the sexual drive of each person is going to be different, right? Mine and your sexual drive is very different. Very different, but it is different. Um, so being able to create a space where you can both be very honest about how you're feeling sexually. So the one thing I do to you, I ask you a lot, is like, hey, where are you at? Like, are you sexually satisfied? Because it is so important to me that you feel that. And it doesn't mean that I'm always going to give it up whenever you want. But it does mean that I have to be aware of your needs, just like I would want you to be aware of my needs if it was something else. Let's say I wanted more romance. I should be able to be in a position with my husband or have a relationship where I can come to you, communicate that with you. Hey, this is something I need. And you not to feel badly about it, but to reciprocate. And I think the exact same thing goes with sex. Like the person should be able to approach their partner, hopefully with low defenses, where it's like, hey, I would actually love to up our sex our sex life um and this is what it would look like for me this is what would be fantastic what can i do for you like how do we get there what are the things you need or maybe you know you're just really tired especially when i was sick right we had to talk about it it's like i'm not able in all honesty to give it up as much as you want me to because i'm in pain so what do you do with that you have to talk about it because the second you don't it ends up being bed death and before you know it, you've gone one two years and you haven't had sex and you can't bring it up anymore so um it, yeah that's so powerful all right would you rather segment let's do it let's do it all right would you rather would you rather never understand your partner's entrepreneurial dreams or never understand your partner's dreams for a family Ooh. that's a good one um I think the family one is probably more likely to cause the disintegration of yeah, the relationship. Yeah, that's exactly. So I'd probably rather not understand their entrepreneurial drive. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. All right, would you rather build a successful business that ruins your relationship or build a failed, failed business that strengthens your relationship? Wow. Wow, well by Michelle, well, if, you're bringing up some good ones. That is amazing. If so the truthful answer is given that i'm already in a relationship with somebody that is my highest priority i would rather do a failed business that brought us together yeah 
Um, but if I was answering this while single, I would a thousand percent say I'd rather build a successful business that ruined my marriage. Right, because it's abstract. Correct. Yeah. It's like I don't have a specific person that I'd be losing. I wouldn't know what I was giving up. Mm. So it's yeah. the easiest way I've always explained it is I didn't think I was going to get married when I met you. And when I met you, I thought, well, I'm either never getting married or I'm marrying that woman. There was nothing abstract about it. There was no right. need for me to be married. There was just this chick is that rad. And that's exactly how I feel about kids, right? It's not that I don't think I'm going to not love my kids. Like I, I assume and I'm pretty sure that if I had kids, I would be head over heels in love right. with them and they would be my everything. Um, it's just I don't have that. So I don't want to... There's no sense of anything missing. There's no missing. sense of loss, exactly. Yeah. So I get it when people are like, no, you don't get it. You'll never love anything like you've, you love your children. It's like, okay, I, I believe them. But right now, I don't love anything more than I love you. And that's, that makes me happy. So why would I change right. that? Um, but what's interesting, this, what I love about this would you rather though, is people who are in current relationships and doing businesses should really ask this question and really be honest. Because right now there might be something that you're doing that is ruining your relationship with building your business. And you need to ask yourself, if you continue down that path, is it worth it? Right. And it might be. And it might be. A hundred percent. It might be. But here's That's the thing. where it gets tough. Yeah. But at least you ask the question, you, you should be honest with yourself. Yeah, Versus 100%. you end up building this great company and you're like, I don't understand how my marriage fell apart. Mm. You know, like never, I never want to come from it. Of like, I didn't, how did this even happen? I didn't see it coming. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, all right. Would you rather, would you rather see your partner in a business setting only for 10 years or see your business or see your partner only one day a month in a personal setting for the rest of your lives? Ooh. She's putting a lot of like <laughs> claims God. on that one. Would you do, hmm, would you rather see your partner in a business setting only for 10 years or see your partner only one day a month one day in a, a month. personal setting for the rest of your lives? Yeah, one day a month. Better one day a month and be able to really be connected as humans emotionally, sexually, like, yeah. Otherwise, like, if I could only see you as a colleague, fuck that. But for only 10 years, though, so it's not for life. 10 years is a long-ass time. 10 years is a long time. Oh, God, it's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I guess when we were living apart countries, it's not like we saw each other all the time, but we could talk about our feelings and emotions and be very personal like that. Whereas if I only saw you and all I could talk about was business. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I couldn't do that. All right, next question. Um, this is from Alexander Salaza. It's great you guys get to work together towards the same purpose, which is your business. But how do you keep the relationship strong when you run separate business, work separate jobs? Well, so we, for a very long time, didn't work at the same place. You were working at home and I was at awareness. And so that was maybe the part that took the least amount of like rule building, if you will, because it was like, we were just so desperate for the time together that when we came together, we really spent it together. Um, I didn't want to talk about work, which was ultimately a source of frustration for you because you felt very outside of what was making up the majority of my life. But it wasn't like now where it feels more nuanced, more complicated because so much of what you're going through as a human has to do with work that triggers all of my like stress and all that and vice versa. Um, so things like the person that I needed to turn to to get the answer to a business question after you've already washed your face and for you it's like you're downtime at night but I come in and you're the right person to ask so I'm like hey where's who's going to be filming this and so that becomes a much more complicated dance I just had an idea should I have like a little card or something so imagine you know like open closed or like when you go to those brazilian barbecues and you have That's like more meat genius. not meat like if i yeah. had like a little card uh, and wore it around your neck or, <laughs> or just hang it on the bedroom door so you when you walk in well, oh, no, it's no, that probably better work, to yeah. have it on you but yeah, yeah like maybe i just have it by my side table and you the can brazilian see brazilian barbecue that's really that's good yeah right no meat but that would work yeah like don't no it's genius i love it <laughs> quite proud of myself sorry continue so. something you just said um yeah don't remember separate where. jobs the... yeah so separate jobs yeah. is easier 
the same job is a little bit harder, but with rules, you know, putting around discussions, talking about the do's and don'ts, giving the keys of the kingdom, what, what's going to stress you out, calling it out when it does stress you out, but being very, you know, graceful and understanding that they probably didn't mean it. Mm. And so, you know, just talking your way through all of that, I think is the right answer. And like maybe even sit down once a week for 10 minutes and go over your, your schedules and your calendars and go, okay, well, um, I'd love to go out for dinner one night if it's a weekend or a weekday or I'd love to have a coffee with you and just like really catch up because you've been really busy and I've been really busy. Um, what day works for you, right? Like don't be afraid to get that nitty gritty. Like I know a lot of people get weirded out by being like, that's so like official. And it's like, well, you've got two choices. I don't understand that. It's like if you life. really want to keep connected and you re like if no bullshit, you actually want to have a connection with your partner, then you have to make sure you make time for it. Yep. And so you've got two choices, either make time or you don't make time. And so for me, I know the only way to make time is to actually look at your calendar, otherwise it would never happen. Correct. And so typically now what we try to do is if you've got a birthday to go to or a speaking gig or I've got an event I'm going to, we kind of try to plan it or do it so that it's on like the same times so that we're overlapping, we're both working at the same time so that we can come together. Um, like last weekend, I can't remember what we were doing, but I texted you, you were coming home at one. I was like, oh yeah, mm. I'll be home at 1.30. So make sure you're ready to have fun so that when I get home, like we're game on, you know? Right. And so we just, if we didn't have that discussion or put it in our calendar or discuss our agenda or our calendars, we wouldn't find the time. So instead of getting hung up over, it's not romantic, focus on the fact that you're both getting what you want. And make sure that you remember to have fun. So putting yeah. yourself in the right yeah, mind right, state, right, right. Like really shifting out of work mode. This is together time. Together time is going to be fun. Say it's going to be fun. Act in accordance with it. You talked earlier about putting a song on in the morning that puts you in a certain mood. Like do whatever the hell you need to do to make sure you, that you get into that fun and playful mood. There's nothing more awesome than a partner who primes themselves to be upbeat, fun, enthusiastic, excitable, like positive, optimistic, like that shit is fun to be around. And speaking for myself, that doesn't always happen automatically. Like I have to shift out of work mode. I have to shift into playtime. I have to, and I was practicing this the other day in the cold shower, and I thought, you know, so much of my energy goes into like enduring the cold shower. Mm. And I thought, you know what, fuck that. I'm not going to endure this. And literally, and I do this now every time I take a cold shower, I can switch off that like I need to get out, mm -hmm. right? You have that impulse mm -hmm. like I want to get out. And I'm like, fuck that. I'll stand in this motherfucker all day long. And when I do that, I can feel myself relax. And that sense of urgency just goes mm -hmm. away. And then the other day I was like, you know what? I'm going to shake my ass in the shower. I'm going to dance. And so that's it. when I started turning music on and I like, you know, actually started I've like dancing in the cold that. water. And I'm like, man, who can dance in this cold water? <laughs> you can. You can dance in this cold water. And so it's like oh, being able to that. change your state at yeah, will yeah. and go from the fucking misery yeah. of standing in a cold shower all of a sudden to I can dance in this cold shower. I can feel playful. I can feel light. Like it's crazy how much control you have over your mind and yeah. that you can literally just decide that you're going to shift your state and then shift your state. Like it's really simple and it may force you to do things like actually get up and dance or the one, the example I used to always use was laugh out loud. All of this stuff will as in a mechanistic way cause a shift in your state. So get real good at that. And don't um, assume it's just going to come naturally, right? It's the effort that you kind of make on when you first meet someone. You make the effort of dressing up, of being charismatic, of not always being the Debbie Downer, right? Like if someone, if you went on a first or second date and they came with all the frustrations of their day, you'd be like, wow, this person's kind of moody, right? But you let it out throughout your relationship as you get closer, <laughs> right? But but still having that, like, switch it, right? If you can switch it yeah. for a day, you can absolutely switch it 16 years into your marriage. It doesn't mean that you have to ignore the problems that are going on. Right. It's just bring the best of you to the table in those moments so that you guys can really, like, have fun and connect. And one thing, so talking about music, the other thing, um, 
over Christmas mean you really had like the Christmas thing to connect over. So we would wake up, the first thing we would do is we'd put Christmas clothes on. So immediately I'm looking at you in your Christmas onesie, you're looking at me, it makes us happy. Right. Then we put the song on, that's another thing. So all of these things allow me and you to connect over personal things and not business. And we had been speaking recently about how do we recreate that where it's me and you, where it's not about the work, it's not about anything else. Like we're just in that headspace together. And so you went and bought us onesies. I was going to say, are we going to confess we're that we confess. now wear so, matching onesies on so the weekend? So he went and so the fact that we were dressing in Christmas clothes, we spoke about the fact that it gave us both something really mm. like fun inside. And so we were like, what can we do to replicate that that isn't Christmas? So we got onesies. And And they're like army onesies. Yeah, they're camo. They're camos, <laughs> which I love, especially because we're playing video games. I kind right. of think like I'm suited up to fight now. And I look at you and we're matching and we're kind of like these cutesy couple. We are so fucking goofy. We're It's so goofy. Ridiculous. But I love it, right? Like we search for it. We noticed something in our relationship that was like, it was extra beautiful over Christmas. So instead of just going, well, it's just once a year. Let It is what it is. No, we took ownership and we said, what is it about that that we love? How do we recreate this? Even though, we're, you know, we're 16 years in our marriage, 18 years in dating or being together. So you have to constantly work at it, constantly talk to each other, find those things that you guys can do and bond over. And um, yeah, get, like you said, get in that completely different headspace. You have to force it. Word. So, word. Um, all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We do have the announcement. I said it earlier. We're going back onto YouTube on February the 15th. We're going to celebrate Valentine's Day. We're going to go back on YouTube. We'll we're also be here on the podcast. We absolutely, we'll still be here on the podcast. So if you guys like to listen, we absolutely will still be here. But if you want to watch video content as well, we will be on YouTube. Um, and um, yeah, so we will... February 15th. We're going to gear up for that. We've got some fun things like the uh, relationship revelations. Um, and again, guys, if you have any questions, please, please do submit them to connect at impacttheory.com. If you're not following Tom, go to at Tom Billu across all platforms. And you can follow me at Lisa Billu pretty much on just Instagram. Um, and those are the places to find us. Word. Word. Thank you guys so much for joining us again. If this is adding value, please do rate and review. That would mean the world to us. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Be Take legendary. care. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, rate and review us. That helps us build this community. And that is what we are all about right now, building this community as big as we can to help as many people as we can deliver as much value as possible. And you guys rating and reviewing really helps with that. All right, guys, thank you again so much. And until next time, my friends, be legendary. Take care.